I also remember this man coming to me, making this comment on my hair. So I have red hair. At, what, at work? Yeah, at work. Okay. And he's like, oh, you must have a lot of fire in you. And I'm like, are you sexualizing me right in my face? Are you like, literally assuming things because I have a hair color? Yeah. Yeah, there's no causality here. Hey, does the carpet match the drapes? Ugh. Are you a waste man? Letters to waste men. Hello. Hi. We're back. I can't believe we're back. Back from being gone. <laughs> it's been a minute. I'm here with Margot from the first episode. What's up, guys? I've missed you guys. Yeah, we decided to do a little wrap up of all the previous episodes eventually. Um, it took us a while, but we've been busy. Life's been busy. Yeah. How have you been, girl? I've been good. I mean, I've seen you a lot, but yeah. life has like changed. So, so many things have changed. Super busy, but in a good way. Uh-huh. Just being out here, living life. What would be your, your takeaway from the last six months? For the last six months, the takeaway, like truly the number one takeaway is like to enjoy every moment with the people that you love. I think mm-hmm. that's like the biggest thing I've learned. And just be present. It sounds Mm -hmm. so generic and basic, but it's the best life tip, I guess. Live in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's always easier to say than to actually execute it, but sometimes you have to be reminded and then... Yeah. Yeah. And what about the the Waste Men experiences? How how has that been? The Waste Men, I haven't really, I don't know if I have had any real Waste Men experiences. Maybe it's, maybe I still have to find out. It's not been like... It's extremely been, yeah no yeah. no 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 and you have big plans yeah so you're leaving in two in two weeks and well it? it's not like i haven't decided the actual departure date but i'm leaving i'm going to paris in like september studying abroad being international so now i'm just like waiting to go and just mm-hmm. trying to get an apartment and get settled hectic. yeah get settled yeah. and yeah just growing up adulting yeah. what did we do yesterday <laughs> So yesterday, guys, um, excuse us if we sound a bit, yeah. we had like a reunion yesterday of a, of a friend group that we haven't like, we haven't seen everybody together since like, it's been five years now, or maybe four. Of the Scots? Yeah. 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 Like maybe we saw them partying, but like everyone together, it's been some years. So we all decided to meet up in the park <laughs> and just yeah, have some drinks park, and yeah. a, a, one drink turned into a few drinks. And then we had a basement <laughs> party. A big rave. And yeah, I came straight from Volvo, so that was cute. You were working. I was in my working shoes as well, like with the with the iron tip because the safety shoes. Yeah. They were a vibe. I shuffled. She was still looking, the night. looking cute, guys. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. But the Volvo fit is cute. It's, it's nice the colors. Cargo pants. It's orange and dark blue. Yeah. Cute. But anyways, we had a yeah. we had a, like a, a good night yesterday. We're, we're a bit tired, but we're still here, still thriving. Priority podcast, yeah. priorities. Her. And this is the authentic Margot and Rosie vibes because this is us a lot of the time. Like we go out, and the next day we're just we're at our best. <laughs> our most creative moments are the day after. True. <laughs> Thank you for coming here on the podcast once again. Always a pleasure. So 
I like re-listened to all of the episodes and I listed up all of the red flags that have been talked, that we've talked about. Mm -hmm. And there was also some insights from the YouTube series, What's Love. Oh, yeah. I love that series. Good job on that. Guys, yeah. if you haven't watched it, you should. <laughs> My mom loves it. Mm -hmm. Firstly, we'll, we'll like list up the red flags that okay. are superficial that you can quickly At point out yeah. yeah and then i also made a list of red flags that are more throughout uh, the development the process of getting to know someone dating someone the layers yeah. peeling the layers yes yeah. layers layers and layers people have so many layers yeah. it's like rarely, onions yeah like, onions yeah. like an onion <laughs> it's rarely that you can yeah see all of the layers and peel and peel and peel mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we'll go over all of the red flags mm -hmm. and at the end there, there's also some takeaways like some ways to like approach waste man behavior okay. in, a, in a productive way so bear with us until the end and the vibe of today is just telling the first story that pops up in your mind when oh, okay. i point out a red flag. like association yeah. type of game yeah, game, I guess. yeah, yeah. okay yeah. well Start with the first red flag, entertaining multiple women at the same time. Or men, by the way. The first story that just pops into my head is not like my personal story, because I don't think mm -hmm. I've had it that bad. Um, just like a girl that I that I know, we won't name anyone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She was at a certain point texting like seven or eight different guys. And they were all kind of falling For in her. love with her. And... And she was like, why are these people like, oh, why are they all falling for me? But it was so, so obvious mm -hmm. that she was saying the, the exact things that these guys wanted to hear. And she was making them kind of fall in love with her. And she was like really enjoying the attention, which I mean, it's not a crime, but it's not very, it's not a really... It's not really genuine. Yeah, a genuine way to, mm -hmm. to, to hang, like associate with people and to create bonds and relationships. I don't think it's productive to entertain seven people in that way. Because mm -hmm. you know you're never going to be able to give these seven people what they want. Yeah. You're just getting what you want, which is the attention, I guess. So that's the first story that kind of... Yeah. I haven't talked that... Deep, mm -hmm. We had, didn't have a deep conversation about it. It's just I had the the feeling that she was doing it just like to make herself kind of feel better. And I don't think it was malicious and I don't think she had bad intentions, but she was just playing around. Yeah. But yeah. that doesn't mean you're not going to hurt anyone yeah. in the process. Yeah. 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 And she didn't make them aware of the fact that she was talking to no, multiple people. No, I don't think so. No. Yeah. If you're yeah. dating multiple people and everyone's aware of everything and mm -hmm. you're open and honest, that's a completely different story. Mm -hmm. But just in general, like saying things to people to make people fall in love with you even if it's about one person mm -hmm. i think it's not genuine mm -hmm. if you're not putting the same energy in it if you're not giving the same energy back mm -hmm. red flag number two being in relationships non-stop we i think we talked about it in mm -hmm. our in our episode yeah yeah in the Did first we? one not being able to be alone not comfortable with your own company constantly needing someone to to like like you and give you that validation I yeah. know so many people. Oh, girl. I have so many strong opinions about this yeah. subject because it's something I talk about with my with my mom, with my friends, mm -hmm. with my family. It's and it's not like I think it's more of a pink flag maybe. Yeah, because yeah. it's not you're not really doing anything horrible to anyone, but being alone is I think the most rewarding experience that you can have in your life. For like being alone, in, in the long term, being by yourself a lot, could 
you know, you could feel lonely, but also you could enjoy your own company sometimes. And there's exceptions, you know, because when I have like a, a bad time in my life or where things are not going well, then I like to like see my friends and hang out with, with my friends. But I also love to do things by myself. And being single, actually, I really, like I've been single uh, for a while now. Mm -hmm. So actually, I really love being single and I loved being single the last like two years. It's really, I've gotten to know myself so much better on another level. Um, I've gotten to know my friends and my family a lot better. I've met new people yeah. in different, in like non-romantic ways, yeah. which is also extremely extremely rewarding that taught you a lot about you yeah, yeah yeah exactly and then when you see people just jumping from one relationship to the other to one connection to another then it makes me wonder are what are you, you looking for yeah. filling a void exactly feeling... are you uncomfortable with your own company yeah. do you need someone to praise you or like what's the or yeah or do you feel incomplete as a human mm -hmm. being by yourself yeah some i think a lot of people want I mean, of course, you want a significant other, but mm -hmm. a lot of people rush it because that's what they're supposed to do, like settle and be with yeah. someone. But they're not even comfortable with their own company. I think that's mm -hmm. you have to set up that foundation within yourself first. Yeah. Embrace yourself first. Yeah, I saw a, tic a TikTok about it, actually. Like a, a guy said, like, do I love being single? Yes. Do I want a relationship? Oh, yes, yeah, so I got to. Yes, but yeah. only when the time is right and I'm not going to go look for a relationship yeah. if I meet someone and then we have that connection great if i don't meet someone we don't have that connection also great yeah. like i'm just a happy person I'm, mm -hmm. i love living life i'm i'm genuinely content mm -hmm. i'm genuinely happy and i i i love the tiktok i think i saved mm -hmm. it yeah and also accept that you that you don't have to connect with everyone like there will be people that don't like you and that's okay the people that matter will stay in your life like mm. let it go sometimes not everyone will like you and yeah. you shouldn't try to yeah we shouldn't try to get yeah. people to like you That's something I, I think I've struggled with as like a teenager and growing up because I would hear like, oh yeah, that person, like, I don't think she likes you that much. And I'd be like, why? Like, why wouldn't you like me? Like, and now it's just, that's fine because I don't like, I don't like every person I meet either. Mm -hmm. It's just a normal human thing. Mm -hmm. Not every personality matches. Facts. Yeah. Red flag number three, Ooh. the way previous relationships ended. And I have an anecdote about okay, that. Okay, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> um, when your person of interest has crazy psycho exes, that says more about your person of interest than about their exes. Mm. Is your ex really psycho or did you turn into one because of your emotional inaccessibility and your lack of communication? And it's so true. Mm. that even if you're completely healthy and I mean you're super confident and you're not insecure and you're you're this independent woman blah 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 you can turn into an insecure human being in relationships yeah if there is not no good communication yeah no that's so true what you mm -hmm. said yeah as I told you yesterday yeah. when, like we had this conversation yesterday when when you like start feeling certain feelings for someone The insecurity grows. Gets the better of you just, sometimes. Yeah. I think you could, it's not always a bad thing because mm -hmm. when your feelings grow, you get, you start developing feelings for someone. You're just a bit, it's a bit like an anxiety that grows inside of you. If you're mm -hmm. like, I don't know if you could say falling in love, if it's mm -hmm. that deep sometimes, but in general, just developing feelings. It's kind of an anxious moment where you're mm -hmm. anticipating for the next step. So you could get kind of a bit um, nervous or insecure. But those insecurities, you shouldn't start doubting yourself and mm -hmm. start 
because like your behavior shouldn't change. You mm -hmm. shouldn't start like crazy texting them all the time, trying to get validation. Yeah. Talk to them as well. But letting someone in, fun. It scares the fuck out of me. Ah. Like, so. I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm the best person in being <laughs> vulnerable because I always thought I yeah. was in these days. I'm realizing I'm not. So that's a point maybe I have to work on. But yeah, it's so, it's yeah. so scary. It's scary. Like, it's so scary opening up and telling a person exactly how you feel. It's so, mm -hmm. so extremely frightening. Mm. And it's because you're scared that they're going to see every part of you and they're going to see all your flaws and your fears and, yeah. you know. Yeah. Which, which brings me to the next red flag. I think red flag number four, mm. being bad at communication. And this is really broad, but I mean like in saying how you feel mm. and in avoiding to bring bad news avoiding or to conflict. Bring, yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard, but if a person is not able to talk about those things, how are you going to trust that person? Like, how are you going to connect on that mm -hmm. deeper level? Yeah. Because you can't just assume everything. No, yeah. assuming is always is like always going to lead you to the wrong answer because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. you can make up um, answers in your head. Sometimes you create your own answers. You're, you're going to fill in the gaps. Mm -hmm. And that's something that in my previous relationship, I like we didn't do that much. We had good communication in the way mm -hmm. if we had an argument after that, we would talk, really talk about every little details so we would really finish the argument and we wouldn't bring it up again but how like the moment what leads up to the argument it could be weeks and weeks of just these little annoyances that you have and we would never really talk about it or address them mm -hmm. we wouldn't be honest about it like if something annoyed us like is this bothering you no like it's not really bothering you when it is mm -hmm. and then just like the bothering or the mm -hmm. the frustration builds up and builds mm -hmm. up and builds up and then it just explodes. That's another red flag that I was going to um, point out later, but it really fits this story. Um, needing a big fight to talk about the things that are actually... That matter. That Yeah. Needing that building up. And then there's a big fight and then you realize like, okay, this was all of the underlying uh, hmm. problem. Yeah, I, I'm taking or I took this course in my like this last semester mm -hmm. and it's about negotiation techniques mm -hmm. and so my professor told me like there's a huge difference between what people say that the problem is that's how they label it and then the underlying psychological issues that really are that really matter and you have to talk like peel that's what we talked about peel mm -hmm. the onion before you find the the mm -hmm. actual issue what's the, what's really bothering the person mm -hmm. and i think it's like a human trait so it, I don't know if it's like a red flag per se, but I think most people are just like this. Yeah. You're not going to immediately say what's really at stake or what's yeah. really what the real problem but is. Often you don't even know. Yeah, like exactly. That's why you need this reflections once in a while, mm. this introspective thought. What is really going on? What what really bothers me? Who who am I actually? Yeah, sometimes like, you don't know. Yeah. And that's like the, the thing I saw in class. Sometimes you label a problem. For example, you have a fight about why you didn't, why are you not doing the dishes? I'm always doing the dishes. So a couple would fight about it. And then you think, why, why are these people fighting about the dishes? It's mm -hmm. such an insignificant thing. Mm -hmm. But then if you dig a little bit deeper, then you could hear one of the one person in the couple say, actually, I just feel I'm not appreciated because it's not only the dishes, it's the fact that you always, you're always home late, you're always with your friends. I just don't feel like I'm getting enough mm -hmm. love in this, in this connection. Mm -hmm. So that's the actual problem, but they're mm -hmm. fighting about doing the dishes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Literally. I think we talked about that with Victor in the episode with Victor. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think, I yeah. think it was one of my favorite episodes. So yeah. 
being able to talk about your feels, about what you really feel, put it into words, yeah. not running away from any deeper connection. That's also a trend nowadays, keeping all of the connections that we make superficial yeah, and casual. running away from any accountability. Yeah, but about the keeping things superficial, because I've been talking to my mom a lot these days because I'm, I'm living home like it's summer mm -hmm. vacation. And my dating life or like your dating life, sometimes I, I kind of talk to my parents yeah. about it. And my parents are always just like, why in the world is your generation making things so complicated? Yeah. Like, and they always say like, back when we were your age, you like someone, you kiss them, yeah. you meet a couple times, like you're in a relationship. Yeah, and yeah. I told them that's not the case. They're mm -hmm. like, oh, you're not in a relationship if like you stay over. I'm like, no, like imagine the, imagine telling a guy you're in a relationship after he spends mm -hmm. like three nights at your mm -hmm. place. <laughs> that's what my that's what my parents think. They would be like, "Why are you clingy all of a yeah, sudden? Why are you so clingy? <laughs> why do you think you can like responsibilities? What? No, I don't. I don't think I should text you every day. Like... Let me shut the door and run away, <laughs> like and not talk to you anymore yeah. ever because you You're held me accountable <laughs> for my own actions. Yeah, how dare oh you? <laughs> how dare you hold me accountable for my actions? <laughs> How dare the consequences of my decisions <laughs> come back to haunt me. <laughs> Red flag number five, lying. <laughs> In my opinion, lying is a red flag. Okay, lying. Are we talking about like big lies, little lies? Why are you always lying? lying? Why are you always <laughs> lying? Oh my God. Fucking lying. Let's, let's just call them or name them type one and type or type A, type B. Okay, yeah, you have this big ass lies like I have a child somewhere I have a or baby something. Mama yeah, and seven kids. <laughs> and I murdered someone. I, I, I have seven years of probation for fraud. <laughs> yeah, I'm your or, cousin. Or, <laughs> or like, or I'm a millionaire and I haven't sold you and you're, you're paying for everything. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the lies. I have a good. I have a good quote. Yeah, yeah. So back in my previous relationship, um, um, there was this one night where I was at my place. He was at his place, and I was like, "Oh, what are your plans tonight?" Just a very casual conversation, and he was. Um, it was during during exam season or exam mm -hmm. period. He was like, "No, I'm just gonna stay home, watch a movie with my friends. Just very chill and relaxed night." And I was like, "Oh, I thought you were gonna meet up with your friends and have like." drinks and mm -hmm. be have like a small party gathering but he was no no it's i'm not gonna have a gathering at all i'm just gonna be home watching a movie and i'm gonna go to bed so then i texted him oh are you are you asleep already he's like no babe but i'm like falling asleep I, i'm in my bed mm -hmm. so i'm like oh have a good night mm -hmm. then the next morning i wake up I'm, I'm i start studying i take a break i look at my phone and i see like his friends snapchat story yeah. is like of them together drinking smoking weed having playing cards having drinks like way after he told me he was asleep which that makes me i don't i don't i didn't want to seem like i was a psycho or a crazy mm -hmm. person because i don't really do not care if you have drinks smoke weed with your yeah. friends till seven that's none of my business but why would you lie yeah. about that like what is the what was the objective what did you want to what, yeah. what vibe did you want to create like what why were you lying about it yeah okay firstly Make sure you're not on stories. Yeah. Mom. Make sure you tell it's your friends, don't post not, my story. It's not that hard. But then 
why would you lie? I like, really didn't get it. Yeah. And that's then we had a, a fight about it. And then I then he made me seem like I was a crazy person because I'm forbidding him to have fun with his friends. That's yeah. not the problem. If you would have told yeah. me, hey, yo, I'm going to have a party with my friends. Okay, he was have, getting defensive. Yeah, he was yeah. being super defensive. Like, why are you trying to control what I do? Boy, I'm not trying to control you. Yeah. Just lied about this stupid silly thing and i want to know why make like it why? make sense yeah make it make sense like yeah. why would you like it's imagine you asking me margo what are your plans today and i'm just i just tell you actually i'm gonna go to the beach today and i'm gonna lay on the beach all day and then you see me going to a museum in yeah. brussels and yeah. doing the exact opposite that's just weird like there's a lot of people that lie for no reason and i don't i don't understand i wish i could make sense out of it but make it make sense. i really don't know i think in your case Um, maybe he didn't want to upset you or he, he made assumptions yeah. about what you think of him being out. It was, it wasn't even out. It was yeah. at his apartment yeah. with his friends. Why? Maybe because I had exams and he was like, oh, I don't want her to think I'm yeah. having the best time ever. And she's suffering. The But that's life. It would have been like way sweeter mm -hmm. if he, if he said like, Look, I'm going out, but I'm thinking yeah, of about you, you or something. Yeah. I still, to this day, I don't, I do not understand where that came from, mm -hmm. that lie, and it made me seem like I'm, I was upset, uh, like over him smoking weed, which I do not care. Mm -hmm. Live your mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. Red flag number six: keeping you excluded from his or her circle. Ah. My psychology behind it is to limit the traces of you, like. In, your, in his or her life. Because they know that you're not going to stay in it, maybe. Yeah. Okay, so I'm thankful that this is a big red flag and I haven't experienced any of this yeah. because for my re relationship, previous relationship was the opposite. I was super involved in his circle and then other people I've dated, not really. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, what are your experiences on it? Well, it was obviously in the context of my exchange, so I was leaving. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, that relationship was so... It was so complicated, but still the inspiration for the podcast. Beautiful, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, um, he lied, also lying, about uh, to his friends about being on a weekend with me, and um, he was like, before we we left, I made a double booking, and he didn't tell them he was with his girlfriend. He was like, I have to go to this thing with my parents or something. First of all, he was like making me feel like he made this big sacrifice. Yeah. Why would you lie to your friends? They didn't even know I existed. He, he was kind of giving you the feeling like, look what I did for you. Look what I yeah. sacrificed for you. But some people are the are horrible planners. I'm a good mm -hmm. planner. I, I have my whole agenda planned. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I never had a double, double booking in my life, I think. Mm -hmm. But some people seem to always have double bookings. But then making it f seem like you deprive them from freedom yeah. or something. That's manipulative. That's that's manipulation, yeah. The the next uh, red flag is ah. narcissism. Okay. Um, manipulating, only thinking about you. People that expect the world to cater around their needs. Yeah. and the desires. world. To, yeah. like people expect the world to adapt to them instead yeah. of them adapting to... Yeah, the world. It's it's really draining, and then you you compromise and you compromise. And uh, we talked about that yeah, a lot in yeah. the previous episode. But that's uh, that's a red flag that we'll talk we we'll come to as well. Do you have narcissist anecdotes? Uh, do I have any anecdotes? I don't think if you could call it narcissism quote, but kind of a narcissistic behavior type thing. Um, so in the beginning of my of my previous relationship, we were cooking and. At a point, at a certain point, he said, "Oh, my friend is coming over. Do you mind if he 
eats with us. I'm like, no, that's fine. And um, we were cooking, just the two of us, and his friend was in the couch. So his friend was in the room, and mm -hmm. I, I said something along the lines of like, what the fuck, are you stupid? But super playful. Mm -hmm. It's something I would say to you, for example, or to my to my other friends. It's just like a playful thing because he was doing something wrong. And he got so angry at me that I embarrassed him and I made him look like a real stupid person and his girlfriend made a fool out of him and it, like I humiliated him and I just was after that fight because we had a big fight about that I, I was really thinking to myself how can you think you're that special and that important that someone just like making a joke is is offending you that mm -hmm. much for you mm -hmm. to and then he's like yeah my friend was there like what would he what would he think of me like he respects mm -hmm. me I was baffled by this because I was so confused he got really 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 upset about this big ego yeah the ego is that your ex yeah it was my ex remember that you you said um, that's so cute how dare you how dare you call me cute also when I called him cute was always angry I think it's an ego thing funny yeah it was pretty <laughs> strange <laughs> how dare you threaten my masculinity yeah Toxic masculinity is also a red flag, um, <laughs> which brings me to the next uh, red flag, number eight. <gasps> a guy that's all about respect and ego, but does not know how to treat you respectfully himself. Okay. Anecdotes. Any anecdotes? Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah. oh, I have one. It's a recent one. It's actually from the moment, like the, the period when we recorded the first episode it was around that time mm -hmm. that all of these things unfolded right mm -hmm. but um i was i went on a couple of dates with this one guy we had a good time it was nothing dramatic nothing deep mm -hmm. um still like him as a person but um he when we were dating and and going to places whatever during the conversations that we had he would always say things like oh yeah respect is important and i was raised with certain values at home and that's how my parents raised me blah blah blah, blah, blah. and then whatever we end our dating phase because it was just not working out for both of us and I was at a birthday party mm -hmm. a couple of months later and I saw this guy who who I know knows the guy I was dating back then mm -hmm. or I went on dates with I don't think we were dating mm -hmm. and he was like oh yeah I, I know you went on a couple of dates with so and so and he told me all the details of what you guys did like he told me everything uh, ah, bon. And I'm like, okay. Um, I just like, tried to ignore the comment. And he's like, no, but really, he told me in details about every, every, everything. Yikes. And that was such a big yikes for me. And he was laughing. Like, the guy, he was. He didn't say what it was about, but I, I could tell by the look on his face. Yeah. It was about, you know. Intercourse. Personal things mm -hmm. and intimate things. And I was just, mm -hmm. that's so disgusting. That disgusts me. Like, if you mm -hmm. talk about that with your best friends, that's mm -hmm. one thing. But don't be telling, like. Bragging. Yeah. To the guys, to the bros. Yeah. Like, these. Yeah. yeah, and these guys are not close friends. They're just like they just know each other. Yeah, yeah, yikes! yikes. Yuck! Yuck! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big yuck. Yeah. I, I was I was gum smacked. Oh, <laughs> uh, but how old are you? Like, do you really need to brag to your friends about your sexual life in order to feel valid? Mm. <laughs> What the fuck? How like? And I, I really brushed it off with at, oh. at the party. I was like, yeah, haha, okay, um, funny. I just didn't want to make a big deal out of it. But then the didn't next morning, yeah, their I didn't want to yikes. feed. Yeah. I didn't want to like show that guy that I was kind of annoyed by it because then he would tell his friend, the guy that I went on, on a couple dates with, you know. But then when I woke up the next morning, I was like, what 
in the actual world who who is who are you how mm -hmm. old are you mm -hmm. like a 23 year old man child mm -hmm. <laughs> just like behaving like a toddler yeah big yikes red flag number nine misogynistic men no misogynism hmm, could that be a red flag that's i think one of the yeah. biggest but i mean with that like men that value this these gender norms considering um being promiscuous the double standards this gender normative thinking also about beauty standards like girls that sleep around are less mm -hmm. valuable um hence you can't date a one-night stand blah 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 mentalities like that yeah always have yeah. to have these like hair on fleek nails off like look pretty where are you then you're a, you're a six on, a, you, on your best day and you're yeah <laughs> fucking hell you okay i will if you always, if you always smell good if yeah. you always have your hair done yeah yeah but actually about the the double standards i have a great story on mm -hmm. this one if i can share mm -hmm. it was literally the beginning of my relationship mm -hmm. this is oh, still this kind of disgusts me so i was so extremely inexperienced back then mm -hmm. it was my first ever relationship i had like only kissed a guy that was the only thing i, I did mm -hmm. but i didn't want to make it seem like i was inexperienced because he was a bit older and he was extremely experienced and he had, he had had multiple relationships so i was embarrassed to admit that i had no experience so then he, he asked me straight up like because i told him yeah like i'm a virgin blah 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 and then he was he asked me like oh but you're like you have done any other things and then i was kind of embarrassed to admit that i had just only kissed a guy mm -hmm. so i just i didn't lie but i was like yeah like maybe you know i've done something and then you know what he told me he's like Ugh, that's disgusting like why yeah yeah, yeah that's literally he was like Ugh. because also oh i told him God. yeah because i also told him like when i used to kiss guys it, it would always be in a party setting like it would be in the mm -hmm. club and he was like that's so fucking i'm sorry for cursing that's Lord. so trashy from the layers of it as well like you try to live up to the expectation yeah. of i have to be um experienced yeah. and then he judges you mm -hmm. yeah i was a teenager oh. so i i that was yeah, yeah, embarrassing yeah, yeah. of me to lie about yeah, it but yeah he just shamed me for kissing in the club and for like my stories or whatever and he was i could like i don't want to go into too many too many details but mm -hmm. he was literally his local man horror he was sleeping around <laughs> With the, whole, the whole village yeah. <laughs> and that's why that's i didn't assume that he actually told me that mm -hmm. he was sleeping around a lot so mm -hmm. for him to shame me and to say he literally used the word disgusting mm. he's probably also someone that says like that porn actors and actresses are disgusting but then he watches porn every fucking minute of the he day actually told me he never watches porn which don't a big that. oof um that's a lie yeah I ask him straight up and he's like, no, like, it's not my thing, but that's everyone's thing. Like, <laughs> normalize porn. Yeah. There are two, two people in the world, those who watch porn and those who lie about Yeah, about it. <laughs> it's funny. And also uh, men that intimidate on purpose and are not aware how it makes a woman un uncomfortable or are aware but it feeds their like their sense of masculinity or something yeah. i have experienced that often on the work floor yeah mm. which is like in annoying your job yeah. environment which is yeah. mostly guys because right? i work yeah at this um factory where there's 80 percent, 85 percent men so mm -hmm. tough times tough time never lasts only tough people last 
I also remember this man coming to me making this comment on my hair. So I have red hair. At, what, at work? Yeah, at work. Okay. And he's like, oh, you must have a lot of fire in you. And I'm like, are you sexualizing me right in my face? Are you like, literally assuming things because I have a hair color? Yeah. Mm, this is not a causal, causale. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, there's no causality here. Yeah. Between my hair and my but personality. Red, redheads like, get that so I much. Know. Like my mom, when, my mom yeah. also has red hair, by the way, guys. Yeah. My whole family. Yeah. Um, that's why Rosie likes me so much. Her. <laughs> no, but she has red hair. And the, like the amount of guys that used to come up to her when she was at a, at a bar yeah. and ask her like, hey, does the carpet match the drapes? Ugh. Ugh. How are the nuts? <laughs> we, uh, we had some, some caramelized honey rosemary mm-hmm. nut mix. Fucking bien. It's from Colorette. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Very nice and sweet and savory. A little ASMR. Hi guys, ASMR. I did this poll on my Instagram at Letters to Waste Men. Go follow me if you don't already. And y'all wanted us to do an ASMR. Hi guys, it's Mark of ASMR. Today I will treat you to a whispering video. Number 10, excuses, uh, which we already discussed, actually. Yeah, not saying what the matter actually is. Do you have any experiences in that? Yeah, I mean, I think I do. I think a lot of times when I'm dating a person, in the beginning, it's they're very eager to see you and they're almost like, I want to see you, I want to see you. And then the more you develop your connection and then it becomes more, "Ah, I don't have time, I'm busy, I have this to do, I have that to do. So... I get that once you, like the chasing part is over, Mm -hmm. you kind of know that you already secured your spot and maybe they think, well, it's okay if I put less energy and time into it, but I think it's it's like, um, dommage. Unfortunate. (laughs) Yeah, it's unfortunate. But it's also in the stages before actually getting together that, Mm -hmm. um, guys flopping for example i think angie talked about it oh yeah she did um you make plans and you don't come through nor do you communicate about it mm-hmm. um and then when you hold them accountable like why didn't you come through hey at least i expected an explanation yeah and then they're like defensive you know while you're just expecting the bare minimum in it yeah i just feel it's also exhausting to always mm-hmm. be the person to um, initiate mm-hmm. meeting up mm-hmm. but it's, it's super draining mm-hmm. and then it, for me personally, when I reach that point, then I just stop asking because mm-hmm. I just, I lose my, my confidence as well. Like, mm-hmm. why would I keep asking, asking if you're always going to flop, if you're not going to show mm-hmm. up, if you're going to change plans, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What's the lamest excuse that you got? Um, let me think. What's the lamest excuse? Mm. Oh yeah. I have, yeah. One. I have one. Yeah, go. Cool. Yeah. So again, like my previous relationship, um, we were already together for a long time back then, like a year and a half. And like, it was like, yeah, my mom, there's something with my mom. She's sick. (laughs) But like his mom did not live in the same country. So Mm -hmm. it's not like he had to go see her. (laughs) Just she was sick. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, is it like serious? No, it's just like a small, um, like a small thing that she has to do in the hospital. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm not feeling well. I'm not going to meet up. Okay. So I was like, okay, so sorry that's for you. so str- that's yeah, that's kind of strange. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that your mom is feeling kind of ill or bad, but I don't see what 
that has mm-hmm. to do, I, I don't know, what is it? Mm-hmm. Am I, I don't know if I was overreacting or not, but I was kind mm-hmm. of like, okay. What's the actual Yeah, what's the actual yeah. reason? Or I don't know. I mean, it would, it's not that deep. Just yeah. be able to bring bad, bad news. I'm not going to hate you. Yeah, I'm not going to be upset. It's fine. I'm an understanding yeah, person. Yeah. I have a, I have empathy. Yeah, yeah. Don't you worry. Just put your time in genuine mm-hmm. connections. But mm-hmm. like a fun, I don't know if it's a funny story, but um, I was texting a guy mm-hmm. uh, like a couple of weeks ago and we were just joking around like, he was like, oh, can you, can you meet me then? And I just said like, you know, I'm sorry. It's my dog's birthday. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot come. But it was like a joke. And he was like, oh, it's my dog's birthday today. So it's kind of like, yeah. ah. just me joking around. And did he find it funny? Yeah, he found it pretty <laughs> funny. He was like, what the hell? You don't even have a dog. And then I was like, for personal reasons, I will not comment on this subject. <laughs> I don't speak without my lawyer. Yeah. I do not wish to communicate any further about my about the reasons for my not coming yeah for my absence <laughs> or my absence in general like the takeaway of this red flag is just you owe it to yourself and to the other person to communicate regardless of your intentions or the assumptions of theirs you know yeah yeah just open genuine yeah. communication yeah. it's always better to be honest in the long run even if it's tough Red flag number 11, we said toxic masculinity. With that, we mean caring a lot about these stereotypical gender norms, having to to drink a lot of beer or not wanting to hold hands on the streets, yeah. needing to have a lot of game, getting, Bro stuff. getting the highest, um, being extremely into sports, uh, you know, like, or yeah, not being able to talk about your feels, yeah. like measuring your self-esteem or your self-worth considering those those norms it's very empty yeah yeah it's um but it goes back to the being superficial trying to put on a show for your for your friends Mm -hmm. and that's just feeling insecure as a man or as a person so you feel the need to overcompensate it or something yeah but it kind of goes back to the the previous thing we talked about the toxic Mm-hmm. masculinity as well mm-hmm. probably like the story that i told you about like my ex lying for example saying oh i'm not i'm not having a party whatever probably he was with his friends like haha my girlfriend's sleeping and i told her i'm, I'm yeah, sleeping yeah, yeah. Ha, ha, ha. it's so yeah, funny yeah, yeah, yeah. probably i mean i'm just that's me assuming that's even disrespectful like yeah and the, also the story i said about the mm-hmm. guy telling his his friend yeah, on exactly. uh, what we did on on our date. I feel like toxic masculinity as well is making the things you do as a woman about them. Because mm-hmm. how does it reflect on them and on, on, on their image? On to the next um, mm-hmm. red flag number 12. People that say men up. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's really toxic to, to, to tell a man to, to man up as a yeah. woman or as a, as a guy. Just anyone saying... Yeah. Telling someone man up is... Because we're allowed to be vulnerable sometimes yeah 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 men up it just you're implying that being vulnerable and being sensitive is not manly so you're mm-hmm. saying man up be more be more like a man be more tough be more have a heart of, st- of stone yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's just <laughs> yeah. That's a very toxic thing to say um, that that was in the episode with Criticus, and then he he said something beautiful. Like he wrote a poem, and he was like, "Nothing makes you a man other than choosing to be a man." Oh yeah, did he wrote yeah. the poem for yeah. the podcast? 
no for for the Swedish Institute of something. Um, it was like really a campaign that he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, and he was like, yeah, wear your emotions on your sleeve, hold the people close to you, be open. Mm-hmm. You know, the people that matter. Yeah, yeah. That's also something we talked about in our episode about being attracted to guys who are more secure in expressing their emotions that yeah that's like the yeah. older we get the more that we yeah. appreciate that and mm-hmm. that, that me too like since our last podcast even more like i realize yeah. i'm i'm mm-hmm. becoming more attracted to people or to guys in general who yeah. are open and who can be vulnerable i think that's that's super attractive yeah. slash sexy wasteman number three t- 13 wasteman number 13 <laughs> whoa that, that um, was a rough <laughs> that was <laughs> Going through the trenches. The tre- your girl is going through the <laughs> trenches right now. Um, but manipulation, we already discussed it, so maybe we'll move on or mm-hmm. maybe slightly touch upon gaslighting. Yep. Um, the more I got to know about gaslighting, the more I realized how I was gaslighted <laughs> in the past. That's 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 the thing. So that's that, like, true. When you learn yeah. what the word means, you realize yeah. you've been you've been through it. Yeah. A bunch and of times. For example, yeah, they they make something that you do wrong fucking dramatic mm-hmm. but when they do something wrong they minimalize it the manipulating thing or the gaslighting thing i thought i didn't have like a an anecdote mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of a funny one so i was with my boyfriend previous boyfriend mm-hmm. we were with a group of friends mutual friends and it was the first time we actually went to the club together that was the first time we ever did that and i told him in advance i asked him is that something you're comfortable with because i'm like rosie you know me i, I love to dance like i like dancing i'm not gonna change the way i dance for you so mm-hmm. I'm going to be in the club dancing. That's mm-hmm. just facts. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, babe, like, be comfortable. I, I just want you to be yourself and that's fine. I'm not a jealous person. Mm-hmm. So we went to the club and like after 30 minutes, he was like, yeah, I'm going to go home. I'm like, oh, why? And he's like, no, I'm just like, I'm just not feeling this. I don't like to watch you dance. So I'm just going to go home and, and remove myself from the situation. But then I felt, oh, this is shitty. I should go home too. So I felt like he kind mm-hmm. of gaslit me into also go ho- mm-hmm. going home. I thought, I think, to be honest, that was kind mm-hmm. of his, that was what he wanted to to accomplish, mm-hmm. that I was also going to go home. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to go home. I'm tired. You have a good day. You have a good night. Yeah. yeah. Make you feel bad. Yeah. Um, that was the, the last superficial oh, okay. um, red flag. And then I have... How many is that for? (laughs) She's counting on her fingers right now. (laughs) Eight more red flags. And then we'll do some general tips to handle wasteminism. Okay, and this one is a big um, number. Number 14 is a red flag that we relate to on another level. Us too? Compromising too much. (sighs) um, You lose a lot of your own sense of self actually like your person you lose your identity yeah because you want to hold on you want it you want it to work to work and you want to show like look how much i would do for you Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i mean we've talked about this yeah i think i i had it on a lower level than than you yeah yeah at the end i really felt like i wasn't myself anymore Mm -hmm. and i had a kind of a minor identity crisis i would say and the moment that i decided like this is not going to work for me anymore i really have to choose for myself and i ended things i walked out of that door feeling so happy and relieved and then i think that's when you know okay i have been compromising too much i should go and take care of myself and prioritize me Mm -hmm. so that's something i've learned but you have told me 
in some things that have happened since mm-hmm. the last podcast, like Margot, listen to your own advice. Yeah. Don't compromise too much. But it's true what I said in the it's previous podcast, but it's, mm-hmm. it's like maybe because I don't know if you can relate to that, but I like to think of myself as a nice person and mm-hmm. I, I'm flexible. So that's why I always mm-hmm. say, you know, no, I'll adapt, I'll change because I don't really mind. But if you do that too much, then it mm-hmm. becomes an issue. It becomes like a habit or it becomes mm-hmm. a part of the, of the connection or the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But compromising for the record, it's really important in relationships, but not on a, if it's not equal, mm-hmm. compromises come from both parties, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. Otherwise, it's adapting. Yeah, yeah. That's what we. Yeah. That's what we defined it right last mm-hmm. podcast. Adapting. And if you feel like you're being taken for granted, talk to the person Don't because. Leave. Yeah. Then leave. Then leave. Take the hand. Take the bread. And leave. Like club guards say, throw that ass, poke it out. I ain't gay, but I let a bitch eat me out. Yeah, bad bitch and my bitches too. Take all these niggas' money, what we fist to do. Then leave. Then leave. Get that bread, get that head. Then leave. Then leave. Bitch, then leave. Get that bread, get that head. Then leave. Peace out. Her. Number 15, cheating. That's such a red flag. Oh my god. <laughs> cheating? What do you think? What's your opinion on cheating? I mean, it's a red flag definitely it's not done but i think it's more important to look at how that person evolves from from it how that person regrets i don't encourage it at all but i think it could be forgiven in certain circumstances so you believe in second chances yeah that's that's what you said as well in the episode like sometimes you fuck up yeah sometimes you circumstances create a situation you make the wrong decisions. I mean, it's you. You make the, the decisions. It's yeah. not you. Can't blame anything else, but or anyone else. But yeah, I I still stand by that. Sometimes people mess up, but also don't forgive if you if like don't forgive the person if you you really feel that it's an issue that cannot be solved. Yeah. If you feel like this is for me, I've been hurt. my pride has been hurt too yeah. much that I I don't believe in it. Mm-hmm. You should be able to bounce back from it. Mm-hmm. It depends on, on the circumstances, you know. Yeah. I think relationships that work after such events are ra- rare. Rare, yeah. But, um, but also long, very long-term relationships, like I'm talking about 20, 30, 50 years, you also have to be realistic and yeah. you could potentially connect with another person. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that that means that cheating is okay, mm-hmm. but just there is always going to be temptation if, mm-hmm. if you're looking at the long the long run mm-hmm. but of course that doesn't justify cheating but it does put things into perspective yeah don't cheat just don't do it <laughs> i have one tip for you guys yeah. don't cheat don't cheat and tap out of the relationship if you feel like cheating all the time <laughs> yeah. yeah then you're just not ready for a relationship but yeah. there, there there are some things that actually i've really changed my mind about i think since the last episode and that what is cheating what what do you consider cheating is it only physical do you also consider emotional like emotional connections cheating do you consider cheating the moment your significant other breaks a mm-hmm. rule it's all blurry that you have yeah. yeah i think it just depends from relationship to relationship but just respect each other's boundaries yeah that's it yeah 
and then 16 bring out the worst <laughs> in, in you instead of the best when you feel like you have to fight all the time or, or you get super insecure mm -hmm. and that's more about you like be self-aware in a relationship I think that's a very important takeaway yeah. facts we'll just go on to the next one yeah um 17 needing big fights to be able like we said yeah to talk about what's what actually matters that's problematic um number 18 only fixing behavior for f a few days after the the fight and then just mm -hmm. continuing being always mad <laughs> have you experienced that for sure yeah mm -hmm. even at the end like of my my relationship where i was really saying hey if you keep on behaving this way that i'm i'm gonna mm -hmm. break up with you <laughs> Mm -hmm. And then it would be like the next day after that conversation would be perfect. And then the day after it would be the same mm -hmm. old story all over again. At that point, I just think you don't want to change. And it's for the better for the better if you just call it quits. That's just my opinion. Because mm -hmm. it was like a, a reoccurring issue. But yeah. Red flag number 19. People that don't want to see you grow. For example, not complimenting you to keep you humble. Like <gasps> literally, that's what my what my oh ex my once God. said, but for as a joke. Yeah, it's kind of abusive. I mean, if, yeah, I can mm -hmm. get it in like a funny conversation, mm -hmm. but that's mm -hmm. actually um, something I've seen a lot on, on social media these days. That it's um, a typical. No, I was gonna say typical, but a lot of guys flirt in this way where they. Um, try to break the confidence of a woman so she would feel she needs the approval of the guy. Like they would yeah, say, yeah, yeah. they would say like, um, oh, like, but you're just a six out of 10, but I'm willing to, to go on a date with you anyways. Yeah. And I've, I've seen this on social media that that's like a, a, a technique that a lot of guys and use works. and that works. Putain. Yeah. 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 That's, a, that's kind of abusive mental yeah. abuse or that's a, maybe gaslight manipulating. I should be careful with that words. I think gaslight experts will come and get me. <laughs> You're going to come for you. Come the gaslight, the gaslight experts Police. are calling <laughs> our phone as we speak. <laughs> There are also like people that don't, that look down on people that actually go out their comfort zones and put themselves out there. They, they look down on it. And I had many conversations with, um, when I was interviewing artists and musicians, etc. for, for Chase Music, oh, yeah. they had people around them that were like, don't dream too much. Like you won't make it. Mm. You're just a person from whatever. From a small town. Yeah. It actually gives them more courage, I think. But there are so many people that want to limit your your growth why i mean to keep maybe to keep you rational but it's also a bit of a cultural thing yeah because for example my brother lives in in holland mm -hmm. in the netherlands and he's like the mentality is so different usually i'm just gonna generalize a bit mm -hmm. stereotype sorry um he says like in belgium we hear a lot of the time like be humble don't 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 like start floating don't be up in the air too much your head in the clouds mm -hmm. and he says like in the netherlands the kids in school they're they're taught to be more assertive and to speak their mind and to ask for what they want instead of like could i please like na -na -na -na, to the teacher they would be mm -hmm. like yeah can i have this like with, with confidence yeah. so it could be kind of cultural that in yeah, belgium so. but yeah. the thing about the gaslighting i don't think that's cultural i think yeah. that just yeah. what happens in society these days but yeah, why do people try to bring other people down? Mm -hmm. Maybe because they're threatened. Or they feel insecure about their own yeah. lives. They don't want other people to, to outshine them. Outshine them. Mm -hmm. Or they're just like, oh, my life is not going the way I want it to. And but my friend's making moves. My friend's doing well. Ah, like I'm kind of feeling a bit insecure. I'll just try to tone her down a bit. And yeah, so that she didn't get too much 
spotlight so yeah. i can still have some i don't know if that yeah, makes yeah. sense but i think that's how some yeah. people think being scared that that people would outgrow you you like level up level up level mm -hmm. up and the people they grow with you or they or the gap increases and increases yeah, and increases yeah. and i that's life you'll lose connections you can't keep in touch no, with, with everyone, everyone on the on the same level yeah. but i have a i have a question but you don't mm -hmm. have to answer it if you don't want to mm -hmm. ha have there been people who weren't like who are not supportive of your podcast or of your projects in general like have you um, are there people who are trying to yeah steal your thunder or i yeah do not wish you the best mm -hmm. i think there's some people because that's i think the the other side of the medal of being confident and going for your dreams mm -hmm. or something but they don't think you need you know that confirmation or, or or that courage of others you don't have to like my podcast a specific topic but there is no constructive critique yeah some like my all, all of my brother's friends listen to it and some all of them some of them yeah. and some were like whoa that's so cool that your sister's in on your on her friend's podcast yeah. and then some were like yeah like why what's the what's the point what's the purpose and my brother was like yeah it's just a cool thing like it's mm -hmm. if you have a hobby even if it starts out as a hobby like be confident and mm -hmm. put yourself out there mm -hmm. it's really cool yeah some people are like it's so cool that that margot's friend is doing this blah 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 mm -hmm. it's scary though yeah yeah to put yourself out there but good for you good for you rosie good on me good on, good. yeah no really i'm proud of you <laughs> thank you also with my like with my family i just do a lot i am a photographer i do the podcast i, I do chase music like yeah they can't keep up and yeah and so sometimes i felt like a bit left behind or like that my all of my achievements were taken for granted without any like oh you're doing well rosie yeah. like i just like oh rosie's doing another project mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right not taking that seriously sometimes i feel like i have to prove myself again and again again, and again. Yeah. yeah yeah but that's the only the pressure i put on me and because that's my perception of how other people yeah. think yeah especially family mm -hmm. dynamics can mm -hmm. be quite challenging sometimes mm -hmm. and you feel kind of left out or less mm -hmm. lesser than your siblings but a lot of the times it's your own perception perception because yeah. your parents probably are i'm sure they're yeah. very proud yeah they are and then the last the last yeah the last red flag number 22 me? when you feel you have to educate the other person too much and that's on period you're not the learning school no I mean, in general, it's true what you say, but you do learn from every connection, if you, whether you want to or you don't. But you shouldn't be someone's teacher mm -hmm. for everything in in life and every and everything concerning relationships. These were all of the of the red flags. We got twenty two red flags. Twenty two. Per per. And um, we'll give you some tips now to to handle them in a more oh. in the most healthy constructive way for okay. both parties so the first one stop excusing mm -hmm. waste man behavior to yourself to the people around you face it acknowledge it confront it mm -hmm. deconstruct it yeah that's like the bars next verse though <laughs> <laughs> but that was like almost <laughs> a rap song <laughs> these bars mc rosie <laughs> 
Yeah. And a second tip, and actually that's one that I learned from you, I think, is that start from the, in the beginning, or like if you're just started seeing someone from the get go, try and really objectively think, ask your friends, is there anything that I, I'm missing? Is there like a red flag that I'm not seeing? Um, that's what mm -hmm. you, what you tend to do. I think mm -hmm. when I tell you a story or whatever, you're like, mm, mm -hmm. just pay attention to this and just keep your eyes open for this. And I don't think you should be paranoid and try to like, if you see one red flag and you just Can, don't cancel, cancel the whole yeah. person. No, but yeah. be mindful. And mm -hmm. so that you don't get surprised after mm -hmm. a couple of months with a huge, red flag so from the beginning just be mindful and don't ignore the red flags yeah don't ignore it yeah a lot of excusing happens when you're like yeah but i see the good in people mm -hmm. and, and sh shot after shot but seeing the good in people doesn't mean you have to let walked all over yourself see, walked all over yeah yeah exactly and seeing the good in people doesn't mean that every person is good for you yeah. per se yeah that's also something important yeah because people can sometimes it's also about compatibility You, that person could really be a better version of themselves, themselves with another person, maybe, but not with you. You just don't tolerate that behavior. That's mm -hmm. fine. Waste management experiences are valuable. They can teach you a lot. It shapes you. You grow and evolve. That's important just to yeah, keep in mind. It's wisdom forever, baby. Yeah. I mean, it's inevitable because we're humans. We're only human after all. It'll happen to you. Don't you worry. Yeah. You live and you learn and don't ignore it. Yeah. You take this, these experiences and it become, mm -hmm. becomes this wisdom that you possess. Yeah. Talk, communication is key. Yeah. Listen to each other, openly discuss, say wh what you feel. Don't let it build up till you get this victim fight. Show vulnerability. I, I can't say this enough, but that's you're, you're yeah. very big on, on being vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's she's always like, sometimes I'm having some boy trouble She's and I'm like, what should I do? And she's just like, be open, be vulnerable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but also protect yourself. Choose your battle. Yeah. Don't go show love to people that you know will disappoint. That's the thing that I wanted to say. That's my a lot next of new ones, tip, though. Yeah. yeah, my next tip is um, follow your gut. Because every time in the past, I've no, like, for, for example, my, my ex, I really, I realized a lot of things in the beginning, but I didn't want to confront them and I really felt that it was never gonna last I felt this but I I, I was making stories in my in my head about the future but I knew I wasn't gonna stay with him mm -hmm. so just follow your gut follow your instinct and I think in human instinct and and following your gut is so something so powerful mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it's it's right a lot of the time mm -hmm. and keep your own norms and values in mind and, and act accordingly The only way of winning at life is, is living up to your own norms and values. Huh? That's, yeah. that's true. Be um, honest with yourself and mm -hmm. don't lie to yourself. Yeah. Another tip, be selfish sometimes and repeat your words from the episode because they were beautiful. Do you remember? Be a bit more loving to yourself. Yeah. This is my line. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's something, self-love, something I did some research on and It's like a journey that I've struggled with when I was a teenager. Now I, I don't anymore, in my opinion. But sometimes you can be very hard on yourself and you don't think you deserve the best. Mm -hmm. That's why you accept things that are not the best for you. And that's why my tip would be that show some more love to yourself. Realize that you deserve really the best of the yeah. best of the best for you. Yeah. Don't settle for anything less. Yeah. Because at the end, you only have you. Yeah, you only have you to, to yeah. like that's just a fact you can have so many friends mm -hmm. so many so much like people in your family 
Um, but at the end of the day, you're going to be alone in your in your bedroom, yeah. and you have to be happy with with your thoughts yeah. that are always going to be there. Mm -hmm. True. It is what it is, I just my girl. Her, I just gave her this <laughs> crooked smile like I was some grandpa or something. Yeah. It is. That's the wisdom, baby. You listen to your grandpa. You better listen. <laughs> and dare to look beyond what you know. Mm. Don't settle for average vibes. <laughs> super baby. Super I'm not an average fake. person. Yeah, but like a lot of people just stay with someone because yeah, that's what I'm used to. Yeah. Of course, not every relationship is always going to be the be amazing, yeah, 100% true, spectacular. True. But mm -hmm. that's I agree with that. Don't settle mm -hmm. for a love that's not blowing you away. Like if yeah. it's not wow, then yeah. Because I don't think love should be described with the word average. Yeah. Like that's that's bad. That's a bad yeah. thing. How are your yeah. dates? Oh, they're they're okay. They're average. Yeah. No, and we're just together because yeah, you know, like he's kind of funny sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like yesterday, he when you pay attention, he made a joke and stuff. <laughs> um, don't feed toxic masculinity. Yeah. Um, ask yourself: Does this person bring out the best in me? And does this person want the best for, for me? me? That's really yeah. one that I will remember. Yeah, I think that's important. For me and out me. <laughs> yeah, that was a good <laughs> translation. Because relationships are actually about yourself. Take the time to properly set up a foundation in yourself. Embrace yourself. Get to know yourself. Trust the process. Let go of your ego. Sometimes it's just not that deep. <laughs> yeah. People will not like you and that's fine. <laughs> like we said before. <laughs> People will hate you regardless. <laughs> so you, do what you want. You will feel miserable. Anyways, <laughs> your life will suck. Whether you will you're burn like in hell. <laughs> your soul. Repent to Jesus. <laughs> Crackhead energy. Um, Too quirky. People, <laughs> that matter will stay in your life. And that's on periods. Woo! Ah, we got through the episodes. Yay! That was a, that was a rough one. Like <laughs> yeah. at the end, we were going through the trenches. Yeah, we were going heavily through the trenches. <laughs> like I had Margot was was like looking at me like, shut up, <laughs> That's Are not what done? I. Yeah, I was like, wrap it up, girl. <laughs> Girl, gotta go places. Yes. Let me take a sip of water. Hydration. Somebody, <laughs> homity. Okay, but um, thank you for listening. Those were the 22 red flags and the tips. We're gonna go outside, enjoy the weather. Yes. Because we don't have much sunny days in Belgium. But it's a beautiful day outside, mm -hmm. guys. And there's some wind. Yeah. And... Stay blessed. Stay stay blessed, everyone. Stay beautiful. Stay cute. Be yourself. Stay vulnerable. And thank you, Rosie, for having me. Thank you. Such an honor. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Letters to Wasteland.